0: Cod 85 episode 85 we back oh I see Gordo yes sir yes sir Zakat I'm gonna edit that up (laughs) (laughs) but fact of the matter is uh Paul is uh grilling chicken right now as he had said in the group chat so he told us to start he should be joining soon though when he's good but we got a lot to talk about because I know we missed last week so Let's just start it off where we where we had finished. Um, or actually, before we get there, let's shout out, uh, uh Manny Maui for sure. Shout out um, to him, bro. Definitely shout out to him for the for the uh, interview. Uh, dope interview. I'm a I'm a street wear guy. I know you fuck with sneakers as well. So shout out, little bro, for real. Just because, um, it's good to have a content creator in that space who not only is of that culture but who does represent us. Um, as we said in that interview, it's kind of lopsided in that industry. Uh, so shout out, bro, for that interview. Um, but where I was going beforehand was, um, uh, we ended off our previous episode, um, before the interview, stating that. Freddie Gibbs got to get the chain back before the album drops. Album drop, chain not back, but we still tuned in.
1: Exactly, we tuned in, you know, Freddie did his thing, you know, All um, right. I, I feel like he did another classic Uh, in regards to, you know, he got those major, kind of, I feel like he got some major uh features on there, you know, Pusha, Rick Ross, Offset, uh, Moneybag Yo um he did his thing he even had dj paul show up on the track and so that track was was hard yeah i I was i was definitely um impressed and astounded you know because it's just like i say i feel like he's one of those artists that continuously uh puts out good music but he's kind of overlooked and not really put in that category as like um mainstream and so i feel like maybe with the with these tracks like the features that he had with like Offset and um, Moneybags, that's going to actually push him into that mainstream level and get him more recognition that he deserves. Um,
0: so, I'm what'd you like, think about I, the uh, Offset feature? I liked it. It was it was
1: good. Um,
0: there was a was, few people who were saying it it didn't sound right. I mean, maybe they're just used to a certain Gibbs, but I feel like I mean Freddie. I mean, I feel like Offset did his thing. He did what he was supposed to.
1: Yeah, I, was, I feel like i say it came like how he came and, you know, Freddie, he brought his element to um, a style of rap that we not used to, but it it sounded good. You know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, like, this is a track, a CD where I'm like, you can honestly just play this all the way through where it's like, it really ain't no skips, but it's just like the second half of the, of the album is really more Freddie as opposed to the first half. And I'm kind of like how he did that because usually you get an album. It's just a bunch of features throughout just like one or two, three songs by just the rapper himself, Um, the main right. rapper. But he, 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 he balanced it out really well.
0: Right. So overall, what do you, what do you rate the album?
1: I want to say nine out of 10, honestly. Yeah. I really would, I would give it a 10 out of 10. Um, Just, just give, like I said, he, the production-wise, he came with the, you know, his usuals, but he added some um more mainstream producers in. Um Even he had James Blake on a production track. It was, like, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like he, it, it, it's like, and then it's just, like, all the songs didn't sound the same. You know, like, it's it's just, like, I don't know. Like, we listen to a lot of people's songs, and it's just, like, they just make a song three or four or five same times. And it's just, that's what the album is. With this, I feel like it kind of did go back to that kind of like real real rap albums, you feel me, where it was like a, a skit in between, Um, and it had like a story to it, you feel me?
0: Right. And, and he yeah, had, uh, like- he did, ha- my bad, I- just uh piggybacking on the story element, he did have like voicemails from certain people in his life as kind of skits not necessarily skits but tacked on to songs and things like that yeah and that was cool it kind of took it back to that era of like i don't know if you like listen to like any of like the good eminem albums and things like that but when eminem yeah. used to have his manager talking to him like em you know we got to get on the phone blah 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 there was one of those when it was like yo freddy like, uh, you know he you know, was, you was know, like we got three the, years baby. to turn this album in let's go and things like yeah. that yeah it, it
1: reminded me of ready to die all um all that shit, you feel me? Um, like that's what I'm saying. It it, it reminded me of a classic rap album, which I feel like hip hop has been missing. You feel me? Like we don't right. you know, have a classic rapper. Cause I'm like the thing is, I feel like where Freddie succeeds is that he can really give us those that rap but mainstream, like he's proven that with this album now. You feel me? Right. Cause I'm like, I thought Alfredo was that and people would have been like, you know. Alfredo would have gave him his recognition, but I'm like, nah. I feel like this is where he's like, showed us like, hey, y'all want that mainstream shit and that real shit at the same time. Here it is right here. Cause it's like, it kind of, it kind of reminded me, it kind of reminds me that he's kind of perfected what Kendrick has done, you know, where Kendrick has learned to like, give us these conscious rap songs, but also, um, make it mainstream as well.
0: Right. Right. And that's a hard thing to do. Definitely, definitely in rap today, it's like it's either you're going to be, you know, all the way street or, you know, all the way or the all the way drill or trap or whatever you, you know, you say. But there's not a lot of people who are and, and you know, Drake not even is necessarily making albums that necessarily have like a overarching storyline anymore and things like that. Yeah, He's that's just what I'm giving saying. you singles. Yeah, and that's
1: what I was saying, like, that's what I, and that's what I was saying in regards to that, like, he, like, for the last couple of projects, I can say he's consistently brought us works of art, you know, that tell a story in a sense, but I, I feel like this is the one that's been the, the most cohesive and actually put together where right. it works for, um, for him and the industry, you feel me?
0: Right. Now he said he did he has been saying that this might be his last project. Um I mean, what do we think? Where <laughs> is this is this a good send-off or, or I mean, is it like one of those things where like he's really just tired for the moment, but he's gonna probably drop an album in like
1: two to three years. I can say like me personally, like because he like I say, he's been on a consistent run with no recognition, you know? Right, right. So it's just like if this is his last album, I can take it i can take it as the last album you know right a worthy effort Cause it, yeah because it's just like giving it's just like the given the story you know because it's like he goes to you know couldn't um they say like the first track is uh couldn't be done and so like yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. that's a whole like that's a whole you know i feel like that's what i'm saying at this moment gibbs in his career where he's like I don't really need the accolades. I know what I've done and I know who I can be in this shit. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, that's what I was saying, like, in regards to him and him and Benny, you know, in regards to that situation. Benny can't do this. Right. Benny can't. Benny can't make a mainstream, but also core rap, core to himself album. Which let's
0: let's let's talk about it, because You know, Benny has been doing interviews where they have asked him about the situation. And what Benny says is, you can't beat me in this area, talking about music. And then he says, I'm going to show you. You can't beat me in this area. You know, when he started talking about the streets. So obviously we saw what happened in the streets. Sure. But now you are, are at least combating the music side of what he was saying. You're saying...
1: Benny he can't, can't
0: necessarily make this pro- a well-rounded project like this.
1: Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Because I'm like, I'm thinking about it. Like, yeah, he had the J Cole feature, but that song went nowhere. Right.
0: It was just when a that, nice track. It was I feel me when that
1: pusher when that Pusha T and fucking Freddie song get a video. Or they if they push it as a single, that's a that that that's a rap song that can make the fucking charts
0: some waves right
1: you feel me not just given the fact that it's pushing freddy uh it's just that's a good ass song like the man got a good ass hook bars on that bitch is crazy for both rappers so it's just like i don't know benny like i said benny i don't know like ben, like me personally like i can listen to benny's songs but i'm not gonna listen to them bitches all day
0: right right
1: and it's just like yeah he a cold ass rapper and i don't give him i give him credit in that and and that but it's just like like i say freddie already freddie the figured out the formula to make this shit mainstream and to the core of him because when he said that it it, it was one bar where he was like he like see you at your homie grave tell you tell him you will be home soon um damn right right oh damn (laughs) the imagery the imagery like that's what i'm like it just the imagery and just the bar itself just like damn that's in the hook that ain't even in the verse like come on like you going crazy like now Right, like, right. What the fuck? And ain't even supposed to be on. All- <laughs> like, and that's what right. I'm like. I'm, um, I'm like, oh um, boy, this man's nasty. Like, the whole face. I'm just like, come on. I'm like, and it's just like, like I say, it's like it's sonically. He's like I say, he sonically perfected it. You feel me? Like he, he, he's doing it. All right.
0: Now, last week there was a. a there was also another uh good project from a prominent artist to drop. Um one from Chicago, uh G Herbo, he dropped yeah. a double album, Survivor's of Remorse, A-side B-side. A Side and B side. You gotta check out. I ain't listened to, listen. to the B side yet. I just okay I can't okay. find the
1: B side, honestly. I okay. unless
0: there's there's a link in the chord, so
1: <laughs> Okay. I'm like I was listening music, to Spotify yeah. and I was like, Spotify just seemed like it only hit the A side for what I can see.
0: Yeah, the B side dropped like a few days later, so but they put them um, all together now, yeah. Okay,
1: because I don't like that shit. Like his, like that first, the first, like the A side. What I was listening to was hard. All right, like, Herb, like, like I say, what somebody was saying to, like, somebody was saying in Chicago, like, at this point, we just know that Dirk is really, really a good rapper, but Herb is really a good rapper as well. But we could say Herb is a little bit, a little bit better. You know, like he actually, I don't know, it's just like I don't.
0: Is it the yeah, same situation where uh, where where Dirk is like the good rapper in the sense like yeah Benny's the good rapper but they're kind of just focused on on one thing in their music but then when you can go to like a Herb or a, a Gibbs they're giving you that street element but there's a there's a, a bigger point a multiple, right a yeah, bigger yeah, yeah right.
1: and that's what and I, and I think that's where it is you feel me because this is like you know he can give us like. Actual perspective, and then even with like previous projects, like PTSD, like he's telling people like there's effects to this, and it's just like you know he's he's diving deep into what he's been through, and so it's just like I I commend her, you know, I really don't never really compare anybody in Chicago, but it's just like I feel like at this point he's kind of put himself over in the edge a little dirt just because he's able to you know dive into other things and other storylines, you feel me? That are you know that mean much to him, right? But did somebody else drop as well last week. With her, uh,
0: oh amigos. the Amigos, the Migos, they did. I haven't, I haven't heard it yet. I, I have the one heard single where they uh, up. there's a track called it's yeah it's something called captions. So if you search yeah, it was a if you search of, Quavo uh, captions, you'll find it. Um, uh, but they do samples so fresh and so clean that shit went insane. And they actually did the justice. Try. And then there's yeah. the
1: track where they say that he referenced uh. Oh,
0: sweetie. Sweetie. That's he said, know. sweetie but cheated or something with a rapper. He didn't I, say offset, right? Did he just say with a rapper?
1: He said with one of the bros. So, motherfuckers speculating it's offset, you know? And that's oh, what yeah. ended the amigos. Because that's what I'm saying. That bar is like, he says, you, you fuck with the bros, and that's what ends the amigos or some shit. And I'm like, right, oh. right, right.
0: Oh, so he, he, so there was no, there was no, uh, guessing. There was no guessing who he was talking about. Ain't guess at this point. You obviously did it. She,
1: she, she That's the bar. But niggas like, now, now what's Cardi?
0: This. What's Cardi going? Right, right, right. <laughs>
1: oh. I mean, it's got to be old because Cardi ain't say nothing. Right,
0: right, right. She, She's saying whatever, so who knows? Who knows what happened over there? But hey, we'll come back next week with an actual uh, review of the music. But you know, for for the uh, gossip and the tabloids, you know, we got to keep you updated as well. Um, other other music that dropped, other music that dropped. There was a there was a buzzing single this week from Lil Yachty. I don't know if you heard. Oh, uh, right, walking Poland. Poland, right? Poland. I took now the walk- <laughs> that's <true. laughs> Bro, that joint, that joint right there. We might gotta drop that at the end of yeah. <laughs> the episode. But that joint right there, bro, is like I really feel like it's that classic Yachty. When I heard yeah, it, that's a, first yeah. off, it's got the it's got the melodies that we were used to hearing mm-hmm. from him from his like initial like songs. early days early days and of course he's he's referencing a cold uh area a cold uh country again or or a state again you remember when he talks about a cold like minnesota now mm-hmm. he's taking the walk to poland i was like that's a recipe for a, a classic yachty record he's gotta exactly. have a wild melody and, and mention some cold ass area and he got it but like <laughs> and you got a yachty pilot. you got it a- Okay. Right, so it's produced. It's produced by Filthy. It's got the Cardi sound. It's got that rage energy. He's doing like a, like a, a post Malone. That's what I thought. The ah, ah, ah like the little like <laughs> warble in his voice. But that shit, you know, it, did, it's catchy, did, the, the bro. Post
1: Malone, yeah. Right,
0: and it's like a minute thirty seconds, and then uh, Cole Bennett just dropped the video today, so.
1: But that's what I and the crazy thing about it, it's only a minute and 30 seconds, which is like right. when we get to this era of music where we go drop crazy minimal minimal singles.
0: And he dropped it, he initially dropped it on SoundCloud. So the fact Ooh. that it, it is a minute and 30 seconds, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, is it uh
1: run up the streams?
0: Yeah, I run up the streams. People have been doing that for a while, but is it one of those things where he's trying to make it like a SoundCloud record? You know how people used mm. to do back in the day, like yeah, when it uh, went before you were signed, before no, anything. Like,
1: wasn't he originally a SoundCloud rapper though.
0: Exactly, but that's so the thing. Like- now that you're on, right, you would think like you've learned like a formula for you know you get your two verses, you get this, you get that, blah blah blah. But I think he's kind of taking it back to that where that feeling of I'm in the studio. I just recorded a verse. I left a little bit of the, uh, the instrumental playing at the end, is not even done, but I'm gonna upload it. Like I'm gonna upload
1: it. This is the song, <laughs> right? Just to like, see that, like
0: hey, that's how you right.
1: fresh out the studio. Just fucking you go drop right. this uh really uh minimal uh mastered ass track. Fuck it. Right,
0: it just got mixed. The engineer actually said come back for the master, but you're like, you know, I ain't got enough bread, like this is good enough. Send <laughs> <It's ending laughs> out right now. Like fuck you.
1: That's <laughs> that real SoundCloud rapper day. Right, You know, know, pay homage to where he started at, you know, kind of, you know, going back to the roots of it all, you know, like you say, like he you know, got the melodies, went breakfast, another motherfucking cold-ass place, and then he took the walk to pole, you feel me?
0: Right, right. And that's crazy, another thing that I want to, you know, the walk, the walk hard, the the lean, the the drink, the sip. um, I mean, to my knowledge, Yachty's sober, correct? So... What, yeah, what walk? You know, it's like <laughs> he,
1: he he's going really crazy.
0: crazy. Is that he, I why I've been leaning? I've been G.
1: With the Batman shit? Like he, how did you get the walking? Right, the right.
0: Where's the walking? <laughs> I'm like, yo, Batman really having people up like he would. People always say, like, if Batman was real, Batman would be assaulting niggas for like simple marijuana possession. <laughs> Where's the glove? <laughs> where's the plug who's that? that? <laughs> where's the OG <laughs> jabbing you in your throat trying to ask you where the buds at where's your big homie I, I mean if you wanna if you wanna make a Batman analogy let's make a Batman analogy and say that the new Joker the current Joker in American society is uh, Kanye West He's had a wild week. He's had a wild week. I mean, he's been going at uh executives. He's been going at writers, fashion writers who spoke out against him. There's uh creative directors. uh, Creative director supreme Tremaine Emery actually spoke out against Kanye and said how he was actually a horrible friend of Virgil and he wasn't invited to his funeral and. This all stemmed from Kanye debuting his clothing, uh, his new season nine, his new Yeezy season nine uh, fashion show for one of these fashion weeks out here. And when he did that, he he wore a White Lives Matter T-shirt. So at this point, it's like, all right, you've done the whole, you know, let's take it back. You know, he's wore a Confederate flag before, you know, he's uh, a you know, the Trump had he, he, you know, he said the slavery is a choice. There's all these things he does that people kind of get like upset about Then things calm down. But this one just kind of seemed like, all right, family, we don't even understand it. We don't even want to understand it. Like at this point, it it just seems a little see through like because it feels like he's he's pulling the rapper techniques into fashion and I'm going to kind of break it down. So I feel like before this, right? He dissolved his partnership with Adidas and The Gap. So now this fashion show essentially is on his own. So he doesn't necessarily have the cushion, even though he is rich, he doesn't have the cushion to fall back on of those corporations and their manufacturing and their money. So I feel like what he's doing is, let me make as much fucking headlines as I can, which he sees fit because... He's used to, even since back in the George Bush hates black people, he's used to just making controversy. So what can he do? White lives matter. And and the funny thing to me is black lives matter is I feel like it's not necessarily like yeah. running the news cycle anymore. Like, sure. Police brutality still happens, but like, we're not really in the thick of like black lives matter being a daily subject in the news or a daily topic and things like that Um. so like when he brings this up and and another thing is like Black Lives Matter is not the first movement or the first political campaign that had corrupt people running it or the people ended up being corrupt now Black Lives Matter I feel as a movement and as a mindset nothing's wrong with it But when people say Black Lives Matter is a scam, they're really trying to just refer to the people who ran the Black Lives Matter LLC or the Black Lives Matter Corporation. There is a million different Black Lives Matter uh, foundations, bro. But there was one LLC where people took money and they bought, you know, a house and and things like that. So at the end of the day, to me, people are human. You know, yeah. money's going to corrupt everybody. Doesn't mean no I just feel like... It doesn't mean the message like, is
1: wrong. I feel like even then, it's just like, how can... It's just like, first off, I don't even know what the fuck he's really thinking at this point or what he's really
0: trying to That's what I'm saying. Out. I don't think he's saying anything. It and, and, really and feels safe. Like, and and, and it just is like, oh, this is, like, is going to hurt. I feel,
1: like, I feel yeah. like he's trolling motherfuckers at this point. Exactly. It's just like, at this point, it's just like, whenever Kanye feels like he needs to be he wants attention. He's gonna do something to get motherfuckers attention. You right. feel me? Like it don't even matter. Like, like it don't even matter at this point because I feel like everybody constantly says that they're dumb with Kanye, but whenever he does something, everybody talks about it. Right. And even the people that constantly says that they're not gonna pay a Kanye any more mind. You feel me? Right. So it's just like at this point, when the fuck are y'all just gonna ignore him?
0: right when i saw it i actually like
1: i was like ah i did not even care I was what like, he's yeah, doing I was like here we go again and i just like i told people like i really didn't even want to discuss kanye in the right. situation because i'm like at the end of the day like like there's no excuse for him anymore because at the end of the day you just constantly act out right and it's just it's a like you say it's a repeated form of pattern it's a pattern at this point that you're going to do this you were doing this in the music game now you're doing this in a fashion game like, what are you trying to get at? But then people are like, "Oh, Kanye, on you know, some deep ass shit." It's just like, well, how deep can you really get, bro?
0: Right,
1: right. So, Kanye so. not taking down motherfuckers and exposing the secrets of the the higher ups. Right, which what I guess maybe maybe he was at?
0: trying to maybe he was trying to do that with. I don't know if you saw he he put out like a thirty minute video on his YouTube page called Last Week. So when you looked at it, the first like few minutes were like an ad for his easy season clothing line again, an ad. Right. So then the rest of the whole video is like a documentary style of him going to like different business meetings. He's in Adidas, right? And he's telling them about, you guys ripped off my designs, you're selling watered-down designs, it's eating into my profits. And then he's showing them a porno video on his phone. And, and, and he's like, yo, doesn't this guy's accent sound like you? Doesn't this guy's accent sound like you? And he goes like, you see what happened? He cheated on his wife, and now he's getting punished, or something like that. He was like, something's happening. And the guy was like, come on, man, stop, stop. And he was like, all right, I'm just saying, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he was like, this is how uncomfortable he was. Like, you see how uncomfortable you are? This is how uncomfortable I feel when you rip off my design. He's going crazy. And, and it's like, wait, I felt like, I'm watching, bro. It right, felt like wait, I was wait, watching. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah.
1: Wait, wait, it was a video of one of them niggas? <laughs> no, no, moments. no.
0: So like, it was a porn video. And I guess he just said, this guy sounds like you. Let's say this guy is you and he goes like doesn't this guy sound like you it was just like I guess it was like say the one guy was like German the other guy in the video had to be German not that it was the same people but he was just like look isn't this guy this guy let's say this guy is you in the video and he's showing this like to this guy's face and then he's putting the porno right up to him and he's like you hear that you hear that and the guy's like come on come on and he was like right.' he was like you see how uncomfortable you are he's like that's how uncomfortable I am and it was like some American Psycho shit, bro. It was like, <laughs> it was like, yo, like I feel like but if I mean, it was anywhere point, else, if it wasn't like, if it wasn't like a, you know, anywhere else. At this point, he, he, he might have got stole he... off on. He might have got stole off on. Like I feel like <laughs> if it was anywhere else other than a boardroom, you know, like. Yeah,
1: I, hey, I feel like you know. At this point, you right with the analogy that Kanye is kind of a joker. Right. You feel me? Like he really makes society upset. You feel me? And make them question right. themselves and what their actual actions are. You know, it's just like that's right. a real. Like I was actually watching. And I was watching the the like DC Injustice movie, where um where uh the Joker basically has Superman kill Lois Lane. He was like, Damn. he's like, I he's like, I did it because you know I wanted to see if this man can fucking break. And once he broke, I knew that society would break. Damn. And it's just like, it's a crazy-ass analogy, you feel me? Because it's just like, I'm like, when you say Kanye kind of a joker, I'm like, he kind of definitely tears motherfucking society apart. He makes motherfuckers right. question motherfuckers, you feel me? Like, even like I said, at this point, he has a lot of niggas questioning blackness. Right, right. And it's just it's, it's crazy about it because niggas are like, man, what the fuck do you mean, blackness? We black nigga, like we you. This shit is ours. We really, and niggas just like (laughs) niggas sitting here like, really like he's insane. But it's just like, it's just like even me at this point, I'm like, all right, we can be black and all that shit, you know. But it's just like at some point, what he's truly getting at is niggas got to be human, you know, right, right. And I'm like, that's something that you motherfuckers really don't understand because. Regardless, you know, if, you know, I don't know, like the thing that's what I'm saying, like, like I said, we can be sitting here fighting this race war that we all fight, you know, but there could be a, like, there could be truly a common enemy within society that we don't know about. You feel me? Right. And there is a truly, a, in my opinion, there truly is a common enemy in society that we truly sit around and act like we don't know about when we choose not to know about, you know? But I feel like, you know, it's situations where Kanye sit here and does these stupid ass shit that makes our us question ourselves and what the fuck we actually getting towards. You feel me? And that makes him really uncomfortable when people sit there and kind of sit like he's insane. But it's just like, yeah, some shit is out of the out of the box, but it's just like some of the shit that he's saying actually kind of has a little sense to it.
0: You know? Oh, of course, and that's that's the crazy thing about Kanye. Like, I looked at like a clip of him on the you know Tucker Carlson show. sentence i never wanted to say but i looked at a clip of him on fox news and of course he he's going all over the place he's saying wild things he's telling people that you know well you know he's saying wild things about people and then he'll he'll back it up by saying well nobody stuck up for me when when my kids so it was like to me i just keep looking at it like what does one have to do with the other like you know, your family issues are your family issues, regardless if you're in the public eye and things like that. If I was your friend, maybe I'd speak to you like in private, or I'd be like, yo, fam. But like, a lot of these people really aren't your like friends or your associates and things like that. And it can feel uncomfortable. It can be like, yo, I don't even know if I should speak on this. You know what I mean? When you're going through like family issues and things like that. So he, he keeps correlating like different issues back to like, well, no one cared about my kids. And it's like, well, that's, that's you, bro. Like you got to handle that. Um, But then he will say some like real stuff about like, you know, we need to get to this. We need to get to that. And it was funny because he started to sound like a socialist on Fox news at the end of the day, when he started talking about running and things like that, he was like, we need to get to a place where, where it's more influence. And it's this for all. And it's that for all it is this. And I was like, Republicans don't be for anybody. <laughs> and like, you talking about <laughs> providing all this. So I'm like, you funny as hell. But like, you know, Kanye's going to give you like the real and some like, things that are really agreeable, but he's going to kind of like mask it and like.
1: Eat bullshit, yeah. And right. that's what I am saying. And, and that's the crazy thing about it because somebody was like, and that's another question somebody has like, is Kanye doing all this to play really dumb for motherfuckers so they don't see what he's actually doing or trying to get at? And I'm just like, because right. you know, like like you say, a lot of niggas when you start to talk out and speak out, motherfuckers kill you. Right. And I feel like at this point in day, we don't have no real influential ass nigga or no nigga that's really in in there you feel me other than Kanye and Jay-Z and these niggas that are billionaires you feel me so right. it's just like it's like this nigga has to seen something you feel me he has to know something and it's just like it's just acting of ignorance a a a a ploy or whatever the fuck muscles trying to say is that but it's just like i say at the end of the day like i don't know we don't i, I don't understand him at this point, and I feel All like right. the only way to really understand him is to actually have somebody sit down with him where he's not with these people and have All a conversation right. with
0: him. All right. I just, I just kind of like tune it out. You know, I, I kind of like, I, uh, uh pay attention to the IG posts that he puts up because I kind of want to see what's going on behind the scenes and things like that. But otherwise, I'm not necessarily like taking him seriously, like. He, you know, he starts acting like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a still run, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that." No, and he's not. threatening people, right. and he's sounding, he's trying to sound like an early Trump and things like that. Like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that." And that's what, what, what he really saying, sounds like, what he really sounds like,
1: what he really president? sounds
0: like is like he, he, he kind of sounds like a uh, Ice Cube or something like that. Because, like, or like a, a more unhinged Ice Cube, because you know, Ice Cube. <laughs> is kinda, You know, ICE, he tried to meet with uh, Trump, right? And he tried to have, like, a contract with Black America. Like, he tried to be like, I'll support you if you promise, you know, these policies for Black America. Of course, nothing came of it. And, of course, it's like, well, you know, Cube, I could have told you that. Um, (laughs) You know, it's... But, you know, it's one of those things where maybe... I I get it, you know, maybe, you know... You're just thinking he, of any other know, way because like the Democrats shit. possibly weren't, you know, doing anything. But when when Kanye's up there going crazy, like, he he'd said something on Fox and he was like, he was like, you know, and when we support Trump, it ain't just going to be the Black influence, which I get what he's saying. Like, you know, anytime the Black vote or black people get behind something that influence is powerful to where other people will follow and he was like but we're gonna have to have vision and, and proper say so he's basically saying the same thing like i want to get in there but my thing yeah, is the yeah. last time you rode for him you didn't get anywhere close so like let's stop you know like you saw what happened Like, come on
1: bro. i mean is trump gonna try to run again is that correct
0: is that possible He's trying... I mean, I don't know. With, with this like, indictment and things like that. Right. I'm like, they're right. investigating the whole crew. With trick. this like indictment, got, it's gonna, it probably going to be the, over. They got
1: Rico out for these people and shit. All All right. right. It's
0: but probably going to be know. over. But yeah, over. I mean, so that's that's the week that Kanye had, man. He he put up a uh, he put up a little documentary of him threatening executives at Adidas and at, at Gap. And, and then... He's and with it was the whole Owens. thing.
1: The funny shit was when like him and the whole he was linking text messages between him and Diddy.
0: <laughs> right. Diddy's like, All right, I'ma find you. Like <laughs> he said, bad, I'm Diddy's like, I'm getting on the plane right now. And I said, All right. And, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And I was about to get off of Kanye, but Kanye started to get anti Semitic at the end of the week. Or so <laughs> they say, right? Oh, so, man. You know, he said he got up there and he started talking about he's going to go DEFCON 3 against Jewish people. And it just (laughs) felt like it just felt like one of those things where is he being serious or is it like because we all know what that comes with. Right. Like it's it. I don't know. It's tough to have those conversations like it's a thin line, right? When, when you start talking about those tropes, it's, it's anti-Semitic, right? And there's a lot of people who try to say like, well, what I'm saying is if you do the research, if you do this, so it's like, it's a very thin line between if you really legitimately have a question or if you're just, you know, repeating or regurgitating stereotypes. So, you know, Kanye just kind of threw that out there. So I didn't know if he was being serious or if it was one of those things, again, where if he was like, oh, this White Lives Matter thing didn't necessarily do too much. People aren't really bothered by it right now. Because, like, it was crazy. Like, all right, so, like, I don't know what Kanye was talking about. I didn't even see the White Lives Matter shirt at first. But I saw, like, a post talking about this is war. And I was like, I ain't going to lie. I was upsetting some people. And I re-posted re- uh, that this is war on my story. And I had people hit me up, like, do you support Kanye? Get this cooling off your page. I was like, holy shit. I was like, what did he do? Like, and then I see the White Lives Matter and stuff. And that's when I was thinking, like, come on, like, but I get it, good, but, but this is what he does like, like all the
1: time. I don't know what the fuck he got that shirt off for. Because like, this not is even like, take it's him like, seriously it's like, anymore. You gotta bro. think about it like this. The Black Lives Matter movement is a response to Black Lives being lost. Right. So they'll put on a White Lives Matter shirt. Is he saying he's gonna put hits on white lives? Like, I'm just like, at this point, I really don't know what the fuck he's got going on. He was, he he put out out an interview. I do remember he was threatening motherfuckers and saying, like, he'll beat their ass and have some, like, basically killed. I'm just like, I thought he was, like, losing his mind at one point, but I'm just, he put out an
0: interview where he said, uh, where he said he was, like, basically, Black Lives Matter he was like, came about from white people. And he was like, he was like, I don't want, he said it basically turned into like white people, like telling me like my life mattered. Like as if I need to be reminded that my life matters. So let <laughs> me remind you that your life matters. And then he was like, I wore a white lives matter t-shirt to remind you <laughs> that your life. and I was like, all right, like, but like
1: <laughs> no, but that shit kind of is kind of <laughs> that's why I said like I just laugh at Kanye Now I I'm like me right. personally, I have no respect. I can't tell niggas what's going on in that man's response. I just laugh at his antics because exactly. I have a lot of dark humor within myself. Right. So i right, right, right. This, is kind of <laughs> <laughs> this
0: shit crazy.
1: But, <laughs> but it's, it's like, just like it's just like because think about it, like in response, like a lot of them, we're advocates, black lives matter. right right like bitch stop (laughs) telling me that like my life mattered before you was a black life
0: right right
1: like leave me the fuck alone like Right, and then they so, want to ask you as you part of Black Lives Matter. You right, black, right. Like, it's why is you questioning me? You need to be going questioning the other white motherfuckers around you, like, like right, fuck. right. So it's like I can see, like I can see the dark, like I, like I have a dark sense of humor, like I laugh, like at dark ass shit. So I don't. Nah, that fuck. would be a funny like, joke. Like,
0: that would definitely be a, a funny, funny ass, joke.
1: I'm like, like, like I don't know if he's trolling the fuck out of all of them, but I'm like I, I just think humor no, no
0: I think he is trolling people. Um, I also think he does believe half of what he's doing, so it's like it's a half troll, half like not like he's he's like half here, he's you know, but but at the same time, what I do believe is like you know the the I think what what Kanye does sometimes is give us a joke without doing any setup or telling us what the punchline is. Like he just wore he just wore the White Lives Matter shirt and he brought Candace Owens out there, and it was like. Because, you know, there are a few white supremacist groups that use White Lives Matter before. So I guess, you know, some people are like, oh, what's this? What's this? But, you know, he just drops it. And now he has people who are like, well, why can't you search the term White Lives Matter? Oh, but you can search Black and Asian Lives Matter. Like, he's got people seriously debating this shit the whole time. (laughs) whole time when he finally is forced to, like, explain, he just goes like, well white lives matter like that would have been a funny joke on like <laughs> curb or something but like he just wore the shirt and caused chaos it's like <laughs> nah <laughs> son. Like,
1: that's like, this is what he, so he does like damn near a walking episode of Atlanta at this point right right like, it's he, like, like, he a walking episode of Atlanta
0: right it's just like yeah. it's just like that shit's hilarious <laughs> like, like, right to like, me at the end of the day it just felt like end of the week that's like, he didn't get. He that's didn't that's necessarily that's get.
1: Imagine like, us being at the Paul with white lives matter shirts on in the student center, like
0: right, like insane, <laughs> right. <laughs> insane. That is an Atlanta episode. Like, Donald might be writing Atlanta for him. Shit. They might be writing for him, telling him to do this stuff or something like that. But I mean, like. At this point, like, I do I feel know. like the end of the week, he wasn't necessarily getting the response. He was probably getting, like, what we're, we're saying right now. Like, yeah, we get it now. We're on your side. We're laughing. Like, we see the joke from a mile away. And then he just threw the, I'm a, you know, declare war on Jewish people. Like, he was like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, a real I don't Jew. I what is wrong and with you. I was like, man. oh, shit. I'm like, he's trying. He's trying. He It's like he wants <laughs> yeah, to, like... Just,
1: and that's the part i like, He doesn't have a PR person. What? No. He doesn't have a PR person at this point in his career.
0: No. No PR. There's no managers. He's probably surrounded just by... He's probably surrounded only by teenagers who tell him everything's lit. And that's it.
1: (laughs) That's what I was gonna say. He has to have a bunch of yes men around him at this point. And of course, of course. Ben I'm had, like, Ben had, like I'm the like... yes men were really were getting put on a team towards the end of his graduation career and they just right. excelled from there, you know. Right. Yeah, Kanye. Yeah, right. Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah Do whatever you
0: want. <laughs> yeah,
1: Yeezy. You're the man. Yeah,
0: that, I like that idea. Right. And like, and this let's... is one thing that I was thinking. I was like, You know Kanye, he always talks about this like free speech or freedom of ideas, but it's like, fam, like he really goes against he he really goes hard at people who don't think like him. And it's like, isn't that hypocritical? I'm like, isn't that hypocritical, fam? Like, if you want us to like respect what you think, like respect what I think, like let's let's have a debate, but you be like so mad, like. Uh, that's what I'm like, saying. Cause yo, even you there, can be a like, Republican. G, go over there and be a Republican. <laughs> even then, that's what I'm
1: saying. Even then, because I'm like, even re- an example of that is just like the whole sway situation. You know, he was so right. fucking yelling that sway, and not trying to hear what the fuck he was saying. But in actuality, that man was actually now he said, oh.
0: Sweetness
1: oh, you
0: feel the <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like fuck. yeah, cause like yo, come on, I mean, like, crazy, and, that, and that's Did the thing. Like, crazy? okay, maybe there are some people that he he's gonna uh convince out there who are like, you know what, I will vote Republican or some shit like that. Maybe, maybe, but I'm I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who do genuinely support things that Democrats stand on. Stand for. At the end of the day, all these politicians are human, so they're all prone to lying. I mean, no one's going to just be, you know, like your savior. So like you gotta know that. Democrat, Republican, whatever it is. This, this whole is, and this
1: is like at the end of the day, yeah. No, it's like the thing is with politics, nobody gets anywhere without scratching somebody's fucking back. Right. And that's right. the only and that's the dirty thing about politics.
0: And that's probably what he's doing. And it kind of looks nuts out here. Every time he's bugging, I I feel like he's scratching someone's back. I feel like he's doing something for for A politician, either Trump or someone, Somebody. and he's like, I got you, right? I'm gonna I'm distract this, I'm gonna derail this because I'm
1: just like, bro, in regards to this, like nobody talk. Because the crazy thing is, nobody's talking about the economy, but we always right. talking about some, some shit, you know, in regards right. to like social media. Because even then, I was gonna say the next thing I was gonna talk about was that Draymond green,
0: you know, all right, let's hit it. Well, so, what we thinking? He he's out here Falcon punching people at practice. <laughs> what did the guy do to him?
1: Hey hey, they, what did they Jordan Pools do? Jordan Peele called him a triple single or some shit. <laughs> but it's just like even hey, that's then, I, tough. I, like me personally, I ain't never got into a fight with a motherfucker on my team. Like right. I didn't got into it with a fight and bust on a motherfucker on another team. You know, but right niggas be like, well that's that's your homie like all right yeah that's my homie but i'm not gonna beat his ass you know and knock him out you know like like and then even then like i say jordan Poole was wrong in the sense where it's like you a grown-ass man when you push him off you should definitely be on your guard you know but it's just like i don't understand what was so serious like even if he did call him a triple single it's a lot right. more it was a lot more to that than other than that comic that we don't know about
0: it had to be building up yeah,
1: and so that's why I said a lot of people were saying like he was getting cocky and shit like that in regards right. to like, you know, the, his performance in the NBA Finals and playoffs and, and potentially getting an extension with the Warriors and shit like that. And I'm just like, he has the right to be cocky and confident in himself. So if y'all are mad about that, that's something that y'all personally need to take up because if Draymond Green feels that his spot is being taken, right. definitely know your spot is being taken. Right. Like, so don't don't attack the man work harder you feel me right but at the end of the day you at the peak of what you can do
0: it was funny because um you had steve kerr commenting on it and he goes like oh it reminded me of when michael punched me <laughs> and I was just like draymond is not michael jordan
1: not michael <laughs> jordan <you> <laughs> jordan
0: me? peele is not That's steve my- kerr
1: <laughs> That's like first off that it's equivalent, it is then almost equivalent to Dennis Robin being your ass, but even then is Rod- you feel so Dennis Robin being your ass, you then that's been a highlight for you, you feel me?
0: Right, 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 like, right, right.
1: Michael punched me, that's a highlight for me. You feel me? Draymond right, Green right. punched me, that's not a highlight for me. That's like- an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> So, he, Fuck is wrong. Like, so, so what
0: did you do? You just uh, like you just the got your ass beat by out, so they didn't
1: even get the chance right, to fight by Draymond Green, right? So it was just <laughs> it like, nasty. man, I don't know. I and that's what I'm saying. Draymond not fucking Michael Jordan, so he don't shouldn't be around here bullying anybody on the fucking team, right? And it's just like I just think it's just his environment of where he grew up with and all that shit but it's like even then you're a 30 how old is you you definitely in your 30s you out of hope you older than me my nigga like even then i'll be i'll be feeling like i have to figure out how to restrain myself from punching motherfuckers you feel me so it's just like right you you older than me and it's a motherfucker that you got to see every day you work with this motherfucker right right that's the crazy part about it like now how are they
0: supposed to repair this too it's going to be, like is, it's, it's gonna be right. the same situation
1: with the KD situation. Like I like I was telling somebody, except he called KD a bitch and he never put his hands on him. You feel me? But in this situation, you actually put your hands on a motherfucker. So it's just like the Warriors office either got guy to figure out what the fuck they're going to offer that kid in regards to his extension. And if he chooses not to take that shit and try to go somewhere else and get other money, oh, best believe he's going to go somewhere else and get that other fucking money. And they going to be sitting here left with your ass and they're going to feel some type of way about that.
0: Right.
1: Because it's like, regardless of whether the fuck whatever they offer him, he's going to be like, is it enough for me to be sitting here next to the nigga that I punched me? Which is crazy as fuck.
0: Because <sighs> I'm yeah, just like... I mean... So, so Draymond, he's out of line. That's what you're essentially saying. I mean,
1: I don't know. Like, in the, in, in the sense where I'm like, I know that I, I didn't hit niggas on the basketball court. You feel me? But I've never right. hit niggas on my My life. own team. Right. You feel me? Like, I don't, like, at the end of the day, we gonna beat these niggas' ass if they talking that shit. You feel me? Like, that's what we'll say. But we not finna... Um bro, you know, I me personally, I never took anything like me personally, I know my I've always known my role within my team that anything that a nigga does in practice or anything that a nigga does in the game, I'm still gonna be doing what the fuck I gotta do. You feel me? Cause I know what the fuck I bring to the game. Right. So, like I say, like I say, it had to be a lot more than what we saw in insecurity on Draymond's part. I don't give a fuck if he knocked the nigga out. You still had a, some type of form of insecurity of what this boy brings to this fucking team. And right. I've never, and it's just like you own the fucking Warriors. What the fuck are you insecure about? You got a whole podcast where you talk about other niggas. So what the fuck are you insecure about? And then right. it could be like I say, maybe he was talking a lot of shit. But it's just like at the end of the day, just don't walk up and punch the man, like because at the end of day, because me per my, me personally. I would, if, and I'm not even, and this is me personally, if I was Jordan Poole, after he walked up and got in my grill and I pushed him and he walked up again, I was automatically swinging. Because at the end of the day, I know that that's what you want to do now. Because at the end of the day, if after you walked up and approached me and I pushed you off, first off, I don't even really let motherfuckers get that close to me. So it's like, if I'm already feeling like you in my personal space and I got to push you the fuck out, my next thing is to defend myself and I'm going to fuck you up. So it's just like I say, Jordan Poole obviously ain't got that mindset and he not from where the fuck Draymond Green from or where we from, but it's just like, at the end of the day, you push him man, you should already, already know it's time to defend your fucking self at this point. But at the end of the day, he's thinking like, oh, this big bro, he'll never do that to me. woo, woo, woo. And that could have been the case in his situation, but it's just like, Draymond ain't thinking that at that moment.
0: Right.
1: Which why I feel like it's kind of fucked up because at the end of the day, like I say, this is a kid that's like 20 fucking what four 20 like 20 under 25 and you then at like 30 something like bro you why the fuck are you hitting the kid like the kid only been in the league for like three years g right like he's like he's not a rookie anymore so it ain't even no point of you hitting him but it's like at the end of the day it's just like <clears throat> it's so teammate you know and niggas be, like, right. oh, my, niggas be like, oh, niggas be fighting all the time. But I'm like, at the end of the day, that shit should not go on with them motherfuckers in the team. You feel me? Like, if a motherfucker feel Like, I understand if a motherfucker out there elbowing you and doing some dirty-ass shit on the court, then, all right, y'all have all the right to fight. But if y'all just in that bitch and the motherfucker giving you go and you can't do anything about it, get your ass in the gym. Like, I'm sitting here watching the Redeem the Redeem documentary, the Redeem, the Redeem team documentary, and and motherfuckers like Kobe really was in the gym. Like he didn't have to talk right. shit to motherfuckers because he's in the gym. And when that shit that you see sense. that shit, he's cooking your ass. You feel me? Right. Like right. I'm just like, you motherfuckers don't have that mindset no more. And so what y'all think to do is bug up and fight motherfuckers on y'all team, obviously now.
0: What you think this about what you think this about to do um to their uh chemistry though? I mean
1: Draymond Draymond has already been like me personally, Draymond. Is a he's a factor in his in in, a, in regards to that team, but Pool is their future. You feel me? Right. So I don't understand. I don't know how that's going to really play out because at the end of the day, Draymond is producing little by little and littler each season. You feel me? Right. So I don't know if this is going to be a big season for him, or it's going to be a small season, or it's going to be a regular season for him. But at the could end this day, be a little turning little,
0: point? If if Draymond it. doesn't necessarily like produce like he does, could this or produce like they're hoping could this fight kind of magnify that like say say he never had the fight and then say he he just was average again and it's one of those things like hey he's been with us let's just keep him on the team let's factor him in but now this fight now this fight is is it gonna have the eyes on him now where it's gonna be like okay you're entitled you think so much of this and that you don't think you can be replaced let's really see what you got going on and exactly. if he doesn't produce, exactly. Exactly. they might be like, get out of here.
1: Because that's what I'm saying at the end of the day. That's why I'm like, I don't know if they're going to put... They. It's like, the thing is, they let KD walk over this over his shit. You feel me? So right. are y'all willing... That's what I'm saying. This is y'all fucking future. You feel me? Because once Steph and Clay get old, Jordan Poole is the fucking next motherfucker up for them. You feel me? So right. is y'all going to let him walk in regards to Draymond's shit and lose a potential piece to y'all future? Because y'all continuing championship run for the future. I don't know. That's what I I wouldn't, honestly, and I would tell Draymond that. I would straight up tell him, like, Draymond, you are a nigga and everything, but you ain't finna fuck up my future and the future of this franchise over what you think you over who the fuck you think you is, my nigga. Like, at the end of the day, you are are a cog in a machine. Right, right. This ain't a fucking, this ain't the Draymond
0: show. You're not, you're not, you can't be bigger than the program. No man is bigger than the program. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm gonna sink like, this ship.
1: I'm like, regardless of whether the fuck you want to play or not, I will find a motherfucker that will be the next you. I would and I would t- And that's the thing is like as GMs, these motherfuckers have to need to start telling, I will find the next shoe. Be foolish and think there's not there's not a next shoe or a nigga that's gonna be better than you. Right. Be foolish and think that I will go find the next shoe. Your ass will be sitting here looking stupid as hell because you're gonna have to go get scraps from these other motherfuckers because they don't want your ass. And that's the crazy right. thing about it. No other fucking team really gonna take Draymond fucking Green, right?
0: We gotta talk big, about you gonna be a great. bench player. That's a fact. That's a fact. Like you said, he's he's coming up to like his his veteran years where he's got to find some place to coast. He's got to find some place to either ride the bench, be kind of like you know, yeah. Uh,
1: uh you're gonna right. be Udon- Haslam or some shit, my nigga. Because at the end of the day, you can't shoot. You ain't throwing that many motherfucking assists. You ain't getting that many fucking blocks or rebounds anymore. So it's just like,
0: right, right, what you, like, what, what, what are you doing out here? Like, you can't necessarily <laughs> like, be punching people like that. Learn how to speak <laughs> things out. Learn how to talk with your words, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, yo ass, but your
1: ass tweaking. Like I fuck, like I. It, it's funny as hell. Like don't get me wrong, it's funny as fuck. Right. Like knock his ass out, it's hilarious. But at the end of the day, I'm more concerned on the the basketball aspect of nigga. You you can't be out here punching, motherfucker. You don't have the luxury to you're not Michael Jordan. Like niggas don't really need your ass in reality. Right. Like like, and regardless of what the fuck, yeah, they'll handle think, you. Niggas don't need you like now, even then, your ass ain't even Dennis Rodman to be out here punching off. There's like,
0: uh there's uh there's uh <laughs> there's a good uh segue here as far as you know the we don't need you in sports and especially basketball. Another move that could threaten an organization. Um I mean we spoke about it a little bit with uh the episode with Paul. Um uh, but you know this whole uh Celtics situation that's still ongoing oh, yeah. with the coach and the cheating scandal and things like that. I think before it was just you know Neil Long, okay, and we we spoke about you know the implications there, but now I think there's other things as far as what like this this guy this this guy possibly cheating with some other other women on the court, or maybe somebody had put out a theory that he 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 didn't cheat at all, and it was like. Or, or, or actually, it was it was something where, where it was what the the girl that he supposedly cheated with. It was it was um the the husband that put this out because they're trying yeah, to get you know, him. Yeah, I heard that
1: the husband actually was the one that exposed it. Right. And so that's the crazy part about it, because they all work for the same organization. Right. And so he is like, so it's just like ultimately, like he finna get her fired and him fired as well right not himself but he's not gonna get himself fired but it's just like his
0: wife and the
1: yeah buddy coach. and this is like it is what it is in this situation because like i say he he this is like why you can't go to work and be professional
0: right but outside of, i guess outside of the the moral you know implications does this put their season in jeopardy because I don't I don't think this was something that we could have I mean, touched shit, on expected, last episode. And like, in
1: regard in, in regards to that, I feel like the man had been cheating the whole fucking year or doing whatever the fuck he was doing the whole fucking right. year. So he didn't think that they were gonna amount to shit anyway. You feel me? <laughs> right, so it's right. just like all the when they finally get in, making this playoff run and they actually going far and the spotlight is on him, that's where all this shit is actually getting magnitude and magnified. And he's like, Oh shit, I've been doing this shit the whole time. And they asked are kind of already know. So I'm like this shit going to come out eventually, you know, in regards to that. Right. So it's just like, I honestly didn't think that he thought them niggas were on the mouth and shit. Like, that's what I really feel like. He didn't think that they were going to make it to the NBA finals. Right. Nobody. And honestly, nobody in the Celtics organization thought they were going to make it to the NBA finals. Probably that year. Nobody was like, this is our year. No, nobody said right. that shit. Right. Nobody said that shit. Right.
0: Now, my, my final, I guess, NBA topic, unless, you know, we got any more is Joel Embiid, where, where is he? What's he going to do? Is he going to, uh, play for France in this upcoming, uh, I guess, uh, I don't think it's the Olympics, but it's like an international basketball tournament or something that's coming FIBA. up. Yeah, I think yeah, I yeah, yeah. The, the FIBA, the FIBA. Of, yeah, so is it. he going to is he going to represent the U.S. or is he going to sign with France? That's the big question that's been going around.
1: Yeah, that's going to be interesting because I feel like right now Because I got
0: this new guy named Vic, right? And he's isn't he from France as well? Who? Uh I'm just hearing. I'm hearing that this uh, his first name is Vic. I think his last the, name starts with uh, the D.
1: The, the the young new seven, new
0: young guy, right? W yeah, two yeah. kid. Yeah. Um uh, Victor. Is he what, from Tom, France? What,
1: Tom, yeah, he from what that man from France, so and uh, <laughs> that man was fucking a Rudy Gobert Rudy uh Gobert. Go That man was fucking a Rudy Gobert at his own fucking club. Right. that boy is a so I think product.
0: Vic might be playing for France on the Speedbird tournament. No, he's gonna be playing for
1: yeah, he's playing for he's still playing internationally, but you know they saying he's gonna be the top number one draft pick next year. So it's okay, gonna be word, interesting. Word, word. It's, it's it's definitely interesting to see because the boy's like seven, fucking two, four, some shit. The man's fucking right. nasty. Like he can Insane. shoot. And, and he, like I said, he already fucking up Rudy Gobert, who's a defensive player of the year. So it's like he's gonna be fucking up everybody. You feel me? Like right. they don't even, it don't even matter, it don't even matter. So it's like it's gonna be one of those those times where it's like it's a generational talent that's coming into the NBA again. You feel me? It's yeah. kind of crazy to see. A lot of people have
0: been saying that. A lot of people have been saying that. Um what's the what's the last? I mean, speaking of generational talents, when's the last
1: we would say two. Zion? Okay. You feel me? And so it's crazy. He's coming back, you know, and he looks healthy now. He's he's slim down. <laughs> healthy now. That's he, crazy he he People really down. went I mean, wild on his weight. He, I mean, so he, I he, he, he definitely did, no, he's actually yeah. got slimmer and and, and yeah. more um, you know, kind of built up, muscular, you know. So it's just right. like it, it it's good to see, you know, hopefully that he can stay healthy. You know, like I say, I'm excited about this season because a lot of players are coming back, you know, that right? we've been missing. So right. it's it's gonna be a good NBA season this year. Right. I told niggas so, like we're gonna have to I told niggas we gonna have to go in on the NBA TV or something because I'm like, it ain't no way to catch all these games. Like like John Wall back now, um Murray. Um, like I say, Zion to be back this with this season. Like it's gonna be dope,
0: All right? <laughs> so shit, we gotta we gotta pivot real quick with the sports talk from NBA to NFL. What's uh, what's going on out here?
1: Um, NFL been decent. Shit, I haven't really been watching too many other games. I watch. I've been watching a few uh, Bears games. Some of the game. Um that's really, you know, just to see where the fuck we gonna go, you know. But that's it's you know, with us it's just a interesting thing because I feel like every game is a learning and a growth uh chance for Justin Fields to grow. Like he actually showed us some shit the other uh game against the Minnesota Vikings. Like that second half, I was he actually had me believe we was gonna win for one point. Um but it's just like NFL decent. I feel like um the biggest thing that people really talking about is Russell Wilson just really not performing up to his part. You feel me this season? Uh, what else? Um,
0: yeah, that the Russell Wilson highlights were looking bad. He wasn't, like, them throws was all over the place. It was like, what's going oh, on? We We, we, we kind of mentioned it with the Sierra, but, like, what's up? It's
1: just shit. He out of it's, it's at some point, And then you know, we got the Tom Brady shit too, you know. <laughs> Hold on,
0: man. Hold on. When we, when there was like, something like, going on like, earlier. It's, like with Russell, yeah. it's, like,
1: it's one of those situations where motherfuckers is, is they out of their prime, you know, like Right where he gotta take him a season to get his shit together or some shit. Right. And Figure gotta, it out. Cause this is like he at the point where it's like, man, you got one more or two seasons, and if you don't produce motherfuckers, no, you gonna be a uh Backup quarterback or some shit, bro. Right, like, right. Cause ain't nobody gonna keep paying you all this fucking money to do that shit to do going out there. That shit is started, Like I said, it's starting to look horrific. Right, but you know, Russell, my nigga, like he can get it together. Shit, at some point.
0: We was pay, talking bro. about. But Tom though, so... <laughs> right? I was gonna say, <laughs> was it Kanye earlier when when. Cause I, cause I still got our our list and things like that. But was it Kanye earlier when, when I think we mentioned his kids or something like that, or, or maybe, you know, him him just doing all all the all these things. But I mean, I don't, I can't, I can't necessarily say Kanye because he's definitely like trying to be in his kids' life. But there is a- definitely somebody, <laughs> there's definitely somebody earlier who I was going to connect to uh, A-B. A Tom Brady, A B. A.B.? I mean, yeah, it was an A.B.? Because because Tom Brady, man, he, he definitely made Tom the choice today.
1: Tom getting a divorce because he don't want to stop playing football.
0: Right. Giselle and that's what like the, the gist of the it family. is.
1: His wife said that your ass don't want to stop, so we're going to divorce. Like, you promised. She said, she promised me and all this shit. And I feel her, like, at that point, like, if nigga did tell you that he was going to stop and he, like, he pulled a motherfucking like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> like, right. He's like, I ain't going nowhere. Basically, like, and and at some point, and it's like, and it's the crazy thing is, motherfuckers again, they ass laid out this season. Like, a motherfucker was on the field having a seizure at one point, and motherfuckers, like, these niggas getting concussions, and they study sending these niggas out on the field. Tom Brady, your ass is like, what, 43, 40 or some shit? Bro, right. You get hit. And yo, and you not, and he not a built ass white man. <laughs> right, He'll be like, right, right. You you get hit, boy. Them motherfuckers on um, You might not get back up, and that's what the fuck. Right. That's her fear is you feel. That's me? So what I she talk her. about.
0: She rich as well too. It's one of those things where I listened on the Button podcast where Button was breaking it down. So he was trying to say that Brady really wants to like. I don't know if it's get like another ring or something like that. Or I guess there was some type of deal where if he went and played a year in Tampa Bay or or did something in Tampa Bay, hopefully it wouldn't be to just come to Tampa Bay and win a Super Bowl. Like, damn, like he is good, but it's not automatic. So it's like whatever it was, it was like play a year in Tampa Bay and then he gets to work in the front office. So I guess he was trying to do that and then maybe buy a team or something. That's what Button was trying to say. Like, he was trying to... I mean, but even then, they,
1: ask, they make it where that risk of you getting to that front office is damn near, you might die, shit.
0: I He's heard, funny. but I also heard that he, before all this, I heard that he had been interviewing for some front office position and they wasn't even giving it to him. Like, maybe this dude is only good at football. Like, maybe I mean, it's not, you like- know, like... But
1: even then, Tar Brady can always pull a fucking Kobe. You feel me? Where he that's can get a whole talk show and motherfucking analyze games and talk about True. That shit. That's that, I, I mean, mean that's
0: always on the table. But, like, G, I guess... You don't gotta
1: be in the fucking... You don't gotta do... He like, trying you, to, people will pay you yeah. millions of dollars to be a fucking analyst, G. And you and right. you see here still trying to get hit on the field. Like, like, I'm not getting... Like, me personally, like, after I win so much, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if it's just... Like, even with LeBron, like, He's talking about he wanted to keep on playing to his sons get in the league and all that shit, bro? Like
0: you saw, LeBron was partying. You saw, LeBron was hopping. Wait, what you mean? A lot of people been excited. I didn't want to see that, but if
1: if LeBron gonna be weak as hell and not produce and not be able to be efficient. I don't want to see that. Get off the court. Get LeBron, off the about court.
0: A, uh, LeBron about to put on a about to put on Wizards jersey. Just give it a second. <laughs> hey, and he
1: go crazy in that Wizards right. jersey and his son being on the register. I'm cool with that. But it's just like, if you're not going to, like I'm saying, if you're not going to produce and be great and actually be effective and actually get your team to where they need to be, I don't want to see you do that just to ride to your son get in the fucking league. That That's not exciting to me. Like, right right especially if the lakers like i'm saying especially if you're gonna be on the lakers like people expect them to every season go for a championship run you feel me
0: if I mean, you just do that bitch
1: if you and that motherfucker just cool until we get brownie like what the fuck does that do
0: i mean you see lebron really bonding with his son out here just anticipating it he was at the birthday party hopping up with travis scott it was travis his son and and, and uh it was, it was Travis, Bronny, and LeBron, and like all their friends for Bronny's birthday, and it was it was it was dope. It was dope. Like, like to me, like if I was Bronny, like yo, that's the best day ever. It's like yo, my dad's LeBron. I got Travis performing right here. It's no stage; he's performing in front none of me.
1: But it did look funny because, course.
0: like, think about it, man. Like, it's like. Travis is probably like number one for Bronny's generation, and someone like LeBron still tapped in. So like right now, they're they really damn near might be the same generation a little bit. So I have seen it. I have seen it. I was envisioning the court with them just jumping up together I mean, for Travis. I can like see them playing they gonna be beat...
1: saying nobody <laughs> one season. You think one people season. gonna give a fuck about LeBron playing with his son <laughs> if they both if they if they team ass? Right, nah. nobody's gonna give a fuck about that. Like, I and then it's like even then, the fucking the crazy thing about it, that's gonna even be for more publicity because people gonna talk about how ass they are together. Right, like like Brodie and the team with LeBron, and they both ass. That'll be the highlight reel for every fucking body. But like I'm All saying, right. like I don't want to see that shit unless they do it correctly. You feel me? Like LeBron actually is feel good. And I'm not right. saying he's going to be bad in a couple of years, but it's just like... Or maybe, point. or
0: how long... All right, let's say it like this. How long do you think it's going to take for Bron to get in the league? I don't know. That's what I'm saying because I'm like... I don't, or I don't Bronny, think, my bad.
1: Shorty not a senior, is he? I don't think so. He's not a senior, so he's still got this year, next year, and a third year. Because I was going to say, like, damn,
0: I was going to say, like, if, if Bron is, like, really smart, or if he's really calculated, maybe he damn near takes, like not a season off, but you know what I mean? Like he's not going to play like extra hard for these next few seasons just to try to preserve his body or something, you know, like kind of like post, you know, take it easy, like really work on highlighting some other people. So by the time Bronny is there, it's not like he's been overextending himself tirelessly trying to keep getting rings and shit like that. It'll be like, okay, hopefully you do catch one with you know a different structure and and who's really the like leader or you know you could be like a you know a shadow leader however you call it but he's yeah. definitely gonna have to like switch some things up to where like if he wants to still be good and this is what i'm getting at if he still wants to be good on the court when Bronny's playing and not burnt out he might have to start coasting for like a year or two years so, no, like, by a the time Junior Bronny, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a
1: junior, so, i mean he got this year next year and if they don't Take away that eighteen, that college shit. Like that's what I'm saying. Like people actually thinking that they working to take away that um, one year of college and make it where you can enter the draft at eighteen after high school. So it's just like if they can take that way in between now and then, that'll be perfect for them. But I'm like, that'll be three years that we have to sit here and watch. And I don't think Lakers fans gonna go for them being bunk as hell for three years. You feel me?
0: Right. I mean, that's when you know LeBron, like I said, gonna have to change that strategy if he if he really wants to like really. Maybe like even then, I'm just if like, he if he I, wants I, to like I could see him spin this into him having an argument to be better than Jordan since he doesn't have the ring argument. Let's say he really falls back and then changes his whole approach just on some mind shit, right? Like he goes out there does the recruiting like you know he always does but he finds people to put them in place to where it's like, you're going to be the star of the team. You're going to be the real one who's going to like drive the points on the team. I'll be assisting you. like And, and LeBron's still they're not, not going to slack they're... in points and shit like that, but if he's really going to have like the... You know what I mean? Like he can already yeah, no, see that, put like, together he that a team, but to, to fall to back, like because yeah. you know the ego, the ego is going to be hard to fall back. But if he can fall back, I can see, I can see his PR and his team making a case and putting stories out there like Jordan never fell back and really produced a team. Like I look mean, at LeBron lebron like, like,
1: even then, it's just like that's going to still make you look. It still ain't going to make you look good in regards to what people want to see you be the yeah. Because yeah, so. people always want to see LeBron being the guy. You feel me? But it's just like I. Know Know for a fact that he, like, he got a couple more years, you feel me? Because these young boys in the league, they actually getting up there, you feel me? And they not right. afraid to go at him, you feel me? Right, Jason right. Tatum proved that that year he dunked on his ass, you feel me? Right, and right. so, so it's just like it, it, it depends, you know, like it really truly depends. Like, I feel like, like, like I say, looks Le- LeBron has a game, like, he has the body and he has a style of play where he's gonna always be efficient. <laughs> But he has to figure out where his bread and butter going to be at. You feel me? Because, hey, hey. like, the thing is, we don't know if you're going to be a point guard as an older LeBron. We don't know if you're going to be a a shooter LeBron. Like, are you going to – because the thing is, the post is really dead in regards to play. You feel me? So, you've never been a post player, but you can post up. Is that where you're going to eat at when you get old? You know, because you still have that strength and you will be strong. But it's just like – you going to dish out the post. Like, it's like, that's really, if I'm the Lakers and I'm thinking that this is going to be a long-term game, because the thing is, I can't see him going back to Cleveland. Right. Because unless he go back to Cleveland, and because the thing is, he can go back to Cleveland and play that role, because they got a lot of young role, young players, but it's just like, is they going to really accept you back? And is those young boys going to listen to you? You feel me?
0: Right, right. Now, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, shit, man. Before we like, I, I was about to say before we get on sports, but we definitely gotta gotta hit this Brett Favre topic. The um,
1: yeah, fuck that nigga. He Cause
0: he came out you and said
1: he ain't do shit wrong.
0: So, what he's speaking about to give backstory to people is that Brett Favre, um, was part of this group that siphoned money from welfare recipients and took that money to finance a uh, facility of uh, to uh for his daughter's uh college volleyball. volleyball team so they're caught red-handed um but you know he he finally spoke out today and he's just like i did nothing wrong I'm like all right all right like you know it's wild though because it's not necessarily making the news like it would for yeah, because you know that's what I'm saying. The,
1: Celt- the Celtics theme has been the biggest news in the NBA and basketball world, and just sports world general. but I feel like this is something that's really, you know, big. You feel me? Because it's like
0: right. you're taking money from a
1: a source where
0: deserving people in a mm-hmm. recession. Um, this is, I mean, it's a financial scandal, which is already crazy. Like crazy. Let's fun. like let's let's just like let's just call it what it is. Like. And These even marital the people, issues.
1: The people in the welfare office is just like y'all are ridiculous because at the end of the day, like this is a man that has millions of dollars. Right. So if he wanted to find a, a volleyball station, he could have did that without the welfare people, but actually right. did that with, with himself in the, the school.
0: That's what's even worse about it. Which is um, the crazy part about it. Be- you people because it just, there's thing. no there's no um what's it called it just shows that there's no respect for people no, like no, I said they- this is a it's like taking welfare money is already despicable under any account but definitely in the times we are where I want to say post pandemic, but truly we, you know, we're are still dealing with, with, with COVID still. And, and there's, there's monkey pox as well. And Real, there's, you know, there's, there's sure new that. things that happen every day, but we also are in a recession. So, I mean, people need every dollar, you know, people need that you're taking that <laughs> from people. So you can build a, a, a facility and things like that for your daughter. You know, it's just like, it's the most entitled selfish shit in the world. And You know, they're not speaking about it. They're not speaking about the damage that is causing millions, but they will speak about some extramarital shit that's, you know, you know, we earlier we were speaking about is this going to affect the organization? But honestly, like. If the organization is disciplined enough and they could put somebody else in there quick enough and these players like, all right, they'll be fine. You know, it it takes me takes me back, I ain't gonna lie, to to the whole Clinton and Monica Lewinsky scandal. Like even when that was going on, I was like, why he getting impeached? Because it's some shit that's affecting him and his family. Like it's not doing anything to the American people. people, Yeah. But you know, this is what people like. They they like to kind of like focus on things that aren't necessarily important. But that yeah. financial shit is definitely That's going to hurt shit. people for, well, for a while. Like shit, think about it: the welfare right. fund
1: for that that state went down right. a couple a couple uh, uh, a hefty amount due to them trying to build a fucking volleyball stadium. When it kind right. of went to shit that actually people that needed built um, businesses that possibly needed all type of shit. You feel me? But they're building right. a volleyball stadium where there's a lot of courts that these girls can go play volleyball in. You feel me? And then it's just like, even then, they thinking and then even then, it's just like, you got to think about it like this. If they were building it for a revenue for the school, that money's going back to the school. You feel me? That money not going back to no community, not going back to nobody that needed it. It's going back to the school for them to make volleyball sales tickets. You feel me? Right. Right.
0: Not what going to the saying? community, not going to anything. So, you which, know, we're going to keep an eye on this.
1: got for everything, though.
0: Right. We're going to keep an eye on this for sure, because because that's one of the things, bro. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. You know, and this is one of the things that Kanye's not going to pay attention to because it's not clouded enough or it's not controversial enough or it's not going to, you know what I mean? Like sell enough clothes for him. But like you want to talk about you want to talk about Black Lives Matter as a scam. Like, when are you going to get up there and talk about Brett Favre as a scam? You are you ever gonna say that? Like, are you yes, ever going no, to be like, yo? Are, really you a, are you ever that's gonna put a? Are you ever gonna put a? Right? Are you ever gonna put on a shirt saying "Brett La- Brett Farr of Lives Matter" or "Brett Favre's daughter's facility"? Ma- like, how about you <laughs> do that or something? Because, like I said, everybody out here be corrupt with their money, bro. But you want to You want to sit here and be like, "Oh, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter." Like this shit is going yeah. on right now. A nigga stealing crazy. money not just to Me- buy a singular house to buy build a whole facility whole so, this, so it ain't no like oh i bought a, i bought a house and some clothes like i took yeah. six million they taking 10s 20s right like what we Man, talking about how a much real a, bread to build how much a facility right like let's come on bro uh, you
1: know and they, they they making sure that bitch is high quality type of shit you know that this should happen goes, in every like day 20, in the
0: u.s 20 years when i talk 15 right. meals,
1: feel me? like they ain't take no little bread. Like, they took some money to actually get some shit built. You feel me? Like, they wasn't playing. Right. Like I say, it's... Like, this it's shit a,
0: happened like, every day in the U.S. Every day, though. <laughs> like I say, it's, it's like... I was somebody curious, scamming.
1: You know, it's a scam for everything, shit. Don't be no fool, housing, all the shit. Right. Like, you got to... They know it. They know the people that can connect them with the scam. They do it, you know? So, it's right. just like... And that's why I say and that's why I say at the end of the day, white people can't tell people, I don't give a fuck if black people buy clothes, cars, whatever the fuck they will think they, with, with with welfare checks where far not deserve his. Right 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 right, 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 right. Get yours. Buy, you feel me? He try to buy a stadium.
0: <laughs> now we you know, I wanna I wanna connect this to um I wanna connect this to, you know, when 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 we talk about get yours and and things like that, I kinda wanna connect this to the recent marijuana reform policy reform that Biden had put in place where Ooh. he he was basically like release anybody with a simple marijuana uh possession uh conviction or anything like that. Um and he he's uh putting in motion to remove marijuana off the uh classified Schedule one list. So I don't know if that necessarily means like federal federal legalization or if they're just going to just move it to like a, a lesser, right? Like uh, decriminalize it, uh, you know, or whatever it is. But, you know, it seems like they're moving in the right direction. Um, But, you know, I did see things out there. Of course, with all this news, you're going to have people who are going to fact-checking things. I saw people say how damn near no one's in jail right now for a simple marijuana possession. So there's only going to be about like 6,500 people in the whole U.S., we're who going to be like released and things mm. like that, and then they were saying like, if you're not a citizen, you won't get released regardless. So, mm. you know, who knows how? You know, it, it, it's a little yeah, stipulations so like that. The real numbers behind this right. thing. It's a little stipulations like that, but let's see what the you know classification and things like that. Um You know, I bring up that little tidbit, not necessary to like break it down because you know we we've kind of been. What paying attention to that for years, and we we know what it is like, right? They already broke it down for sixty five hundred people are getting out. They they had talks about moving this off the schedule list, so you know we will have to pay attention and stay tuned to see what that does. Because clearly, you know this uh, administration—not to shit on them or anything—I'm not I'm not going to be the type of person to be like, oh fuck Biden, blah blah blah. But at the same time, it's like you know he was also the guy who. Who said the thing about the student loans? And then when I, when they finally announced that the student loans was like ten grand, and then they also made like a a quick like adjustment again, and they were like, you know, but if you did this, and you know, it's just like what what is it at the end of the day? Like yeah, y'all trying to get like, these y'all trying to get these headlines, but like y'all keep on kind of like making putting in these like people. right, people. you you put in these like little fine print clauses and things in, in your so. You Know all these headlines that come with asterisks to me, but you know, one thing I do gotta do gotta say when it, when it comes to this law and things like that is uh, Adnan Sayed or Saeed, do you remember this? Do you remember the serial podcast? Uh, what's it called? The oh, uh, ser- where they, yeah, they were talking, where they, the they were going over they, the they guy's case, and, yeah, yeah, they, they ended freeing. up freeing that guy, so that was one of the big. First crime podcast. That's a whole genre of podcast now that people like true crime podcasts. But that was like the hey, first that I was, followed that case. Yeah, and I and was it seems actually, like they helped get him out.
1: I was watching um, murders in the building, and they kind of talk about like okay. it's based off of a crime, uh, a crime, right. real life Fox. crime podcast. This what it's right. kind of right. story is. So it's like it's kind of crazy. Like they like an actual crime podcast got somebody actually freed for. Um, charges and everything. So it's like that's beautiful, you know. Right. Like, you know, it's power and information, you know. Right. because of how you spread it and how you put it out there. If you're putting out the facts and the the truth, right
0: information
1: exactly the facts and things truth, can happen.
0: Right. Yeah. And don't stop happen. fighting because that podcast been out for years and people just thought no, you know, there's been motions, all this stuff has been going on. So this is a huge win for everybody who worked on that pod and who believed in him and, and really fought to, uh, you know, get his freedom and things like that. Um, but you know, let's, let's finish this pod off. I think we've been on here for like an hour, hour 10. Um, let's, let's, let's hit him with a final topic with, uh, Little man no in the building, you know what I mean, a correspondent. But um let's let's finish off this last topic because I feel like this whole pod, we've been kind of speaking about strategy, right? We get, we've been speaking about Gibbs kind of going off on top, right? Being being the king. We've been speaking about Kanye playing the Joker. We've been speaking about Draymond kind of like getting older out here and then not knowing how to like necessarily handle that. So when the young blood is there, you know, he kind of cracks and he hits them and things like that. You know, we've, we've been speaking about what goes on and, you know, the front offices and how, how these decisions can affect players. You know, we spoke about uh what Brett Favre is doing and how he's, you know, his moves and things like that. So I bring up all these strategic moves because game of Thrones is a strategic show. It's back. It's got this new season called, was it House of Dragons? House of Dragons. I haven't tuned in. I ain't gonna lie to either of these situations and things like that, but I see you tweeting about this all the time. I know a bunch of our listeners do listen to this. So give us a breakdown of the uh, the latest episode. Trigger, uh, uh, Not trigger, it's a uh, spoiler, Spo- warning. spoiler warning. Spoiler Me, I don't necessarily care. So spoil that shit away. All
1: I'll right, tune so in there sometime. We- <laughs> so episode uh episode eight um one of the i probably say one of the best episodes of the season you know um it's another another pre another little time jump you know the age of the uh younger the kids this time they they kind of come into a young adulthood and so we kind of get into you know getting ready to get into the gist of everything where it's been about the it's about the it's about to heat up you know um the series this is the last episode that the series um has in um House of the Dragon, he dies this episode. Spoiler warning. Um and you know the whole situation is um Jace uh his legacy, like his uh his uh lineages or his like whatever he's gonna inherit is being brought into question saying that he's not, you know, actually Valarian. Um, and so you know the other episode, they kind of made it where like you can't really speak on that. But the brother of Corliss Vedman, his ass basically says like this nigga's not Valarian. He's a bastard. Woo, and you know he's not finna hear drift Driftmark, that's rightfully mine, and you can't say something. But Damon end up killing his ass, and so pretty much the the episode is. Pretty much the series and trying to get him to like get the family to be on one accord as before he dies. I like, people compared it to like some big mama shit on Soul Food, and I'm like, I can kind of see the, slim, the similarities in that. Um, and so, but you know, like the younger generation, they really don't give a fuck, they don't care about this old man's wishes. And then towards the end of the episode, um, he kind of like fucks his own little thing up with him, with his, with his death, you know, like when he dies, he's speaking to his wife, but he's actually, he thinks he's speaking to his daughter. And so he tells her some stuff that she doesn't really understand, or she makes out to believe whatever she wants to believe. And it's, it's like I said, it's about to heat up. And so like, from what I can be, from what I've been told, um, House of the Dragon is actually going to be about four seasons, potentially four seasons. Shit. Um 10 episodes each season because it's a lot like I say it's a lot to actually flesh out and then they actually might keep going with certain characters afterwards um because like I say that um Damon is actually a a really good character he has an actually good character story um but we'll see how it ends up because like right now we haven't got to the um the dance of the dragons but this is about to be the dance of the dragons like we're about to get to that part that Right. It simulates the death, like like now that the series is that. the dance of the dragons is about to begin. So it's about to get really war torn. Um, you know you're gonna really see sad of characters who really about their life, who not about their life. is about to eat up, so it's about to be busting. Um, so if you haven't tuned in, I say catch up, uh, get it, um, catch up, and you know, um, binge watch, you know, binge watch because like these episodes. Um, I feel like the first, like the first couple episodes, is really like laying the foundation. But now the foundation has been laid, so it's now time to see these characters show their true selves and be who they are, you know. And we gonna see that. And like I said, the dance of the dragons is about to about to start. And I'm just like, I just hate that the fact that this bitch Allison just really misconstrued everything and fucked it all up, and that's why we actually get to this point where the dragons go extinct and all that shit. So it's gonna be crazy.
0: Right. But yeah. Hey man, I'm re I, I I was about to say I'm ready, but I mean it's one of those things where I'll ask if I was gonna tune in, do I tune into Game of Thrones first or can I just tune into this one? Hey, this
1: really ain't got shit to do with Game of Thrones because this is the beginning. So this is the prequel. Oh, okay, okay. None of the characters in Game of Thrones are actually in this series so up. So yeah. like, it's like they great 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 granddaddies and grandmas so it's just like none of this shit has to it really has nothing to do with game of thrones but they kind of mention but they do have easter eggs though because the okay. aegon's dream like the thing is what the series tells her at the end is aegon's dream of this this um basically the battle with the night king and the, the great night you know so that's what his dream was and so that's what the series tells her like that he tells this to his daughter like in the first couple of episodes when he makes her heirs, like you're supposed to like Aegon's dream is like we need to unite the realm against this common enemy that's gonna come which is doesn't come until game of thrones you know but it's just like hey they actually um they actually kind of give like simless until game of thrones and things like that even the dagger the dagger that kills um the night king is Viserys Actual dagger. Like that dagger is originally from the series, you know, like that's his right. actual dagger that he wields. Um, and it's crazy, you know. So it's just like it's like those little Easter eggs that show up, like, oh man, this dagger been passed around for a hundred thousand fucking years, damn there But it's just like it's crazy, though. It's just like I feel like you don't have to watch Game of Thrones to be into um House of the Dragon But it just gives you A bit more appreciation For it You know
0: Right Perception and whatnot. Yeah So Hey man With that Episode 85 Of the card we out, man We taking a walk To Poland We walk to Poland I took the walk
1: The walk to Poland. I took the walk.